Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. Last week's episode was so much fun. Uh, The battle of the sexes, the ice cream date debate. I had Coach Adija on and my fiance, Jay, to talk about the whole ice cream date situation. It was really fun. A couple weeks ago, I shared my take. So I did a solo episode, then I brought those two on. It was all on social media. And I'm sorry, but a lot of people did agree with Jay and not Adija. So you know, people got their different standards and it is what it is, but it was fun. Make sure you go tune into that episode. But it had me thinking about dating in general. So I want to talk about dating within the next few episodes. OK, and in particular today, I want to talk about three ways to stop playing mind games when dating. We've all done it. We've all been a victim to it or we've all been a part of the person playing the games, right? Okay, just me. Okay. By the way, if you ever have issues with dating, hit your girl up. I am a relationship coach. Go to www.gogirlmovement.org. Sign up for a free consultation so I can help you with your relationship goals, okay? So today, I just want to talk about some classic mind games, how to stop getting involved with them, right? We are too old for games. Like, I'm I'm, I'm over it, all right? I'm over it for y'all. So some classic mind games include like a push and pull relationship where someone's all into you and then they're not, or they show a lot of interest in the beginning and then they don't. And then they want you to like come chase them and then you're confused. And girl, if it's confusing, just let it go. Especially the first few months. If it's confusing, like what are we doing? Is this going anywhere? Classic mind game. I've definitely been in quite a few of those situations where I'm like, am I in a relationship and don't know it? Because you feel led on, like they're doing everything like a relationship. Okay, we're spending time together. We're talking every day. However, we haven't had that talk. So I'm all confused. And you're nervous to say anything? Yeah, it it gets deep. We'll get more into it. Another classic mind game is just playing hard to get. That used to be me too. All right, we'll get into that one. But this all comes from wanting to protect your heart, right? Maybe you've had your own situations in dating where you gave your all, you were available, you were into the person, you thought they were into you just like you were into them. It led to some heartbreak, some miscommunication, some misunderstandings, and it left you feeling like, I'm not doing that again. So instead, you start to protect your heart, right? You're trying to make sure you're not getting hurt again. But falling in love is a risk, right? You you don't know ultimately where it all is going to end. Like you'd hope for happily ever after, right? That fairy tale love. However, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. So make sure you just release that control to know the outcome of your dating experience. Make sure you're just present so that you enjoy the good times. And if things do become a little too tough, a little rough, then be secure enough to know, hey, it didn't work out, but I'm good. I'll be fine without this person. I'll move on with someone else or continue loving myself and it's all good, all right? But I've been there before too, girl. Been there, done that. I was on guard for the longest in my dating life because I was over it, completely over it. 
But if you are getting back in the dating world, there might be a little fear in the beginning. Of course, I, I had a little fear when dating my, my fiance the first few months. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, he's consistent. I'm going to keep watching to see how long he's going to be consistent. You know, just waiting for the other foot to drop for the longest. For the longest, I'm telling you. Even after, because I have this whole thing where I don't take a relationship seriously until like six months in. Even after six months. All right, is, this, is, is he really like this? He's still consistent. He's still, he's still even tempered. All right, he's still chill and laid back. All right, <laughs> you know, like literally watching all the time because I did have a little fear, but the most of me, because, <laughs> you know, still had a little part of me, the old version of me that just was looking out. But most of the new version of me was taken over and was like, girl, we're going to be open. We like this guy. We, meaning all, all of my personalities, like we like this guy, you know, me and my younger inner self, my inner child is what they say. But pretty much I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. I've been giving it a try and it's been two years and here we are. So it must be working, right? So I want to share three mind games with you and how to stop playing those mind games when dating. Okay. Number one, make your intentions clear. Make your intentions clear. I used to be the girl. Maybe this is you too. Does this sound familiar? So you meet someone, you like them, you're into them. However, you don't want to say, I'm looking for marriage and a family one day, right? Because you probably don't want to scare that person off. So you're like, I'm not going to say that. Like they they know, they should know, right? Like if we're dating, we hope it gets there, right? I don't know. Or, or I'll let them say it first. What I've learned in my dating history is to make your intentions clear. What do you want? I asked that on so many episodes. What do you want? Really, what do you want? Do you want a relationship? Do you just want someone around, but it doesn't have to be too serious? So maybe a situationship. Do you want to get married? Do you want to have children? Be okay with knowing those things and saying those things, especially in the beginning when you're just getting to know someone because who the hell are they? Right? Who who are they? Like, does it matter if they're on the same page or not? You don't even know that person. Oh, but he's too fine. You don't want to run him off? Run him off, sis. It doesn't matter what he looks like. If he's not in alignment with what you want. I used to be the cool girl back in the day. All right? Um, I, I just wanted to be the cool girl. I wait for the guy to ask, for, ask me to be in a relationship, which is still true. I do think a man should take a lead and make his intentions clear. Like, yes, I want a relationship with you when it gets to that point, right? I don't know your pace. Mine is like a few months in, like make that clear with me that you'd like to be in a relationship with me. Yes. However, I will also in the dating phase, make my intentions clear too. Just because I say I want to get married and have children doesn't mean I wanted to be with the guy that I just met. I'm just saying this is these are my intentions. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want one day. It doesn't have to be with you. It might be with the next dude, but I am dating right now and getting to know all y'all. So if you are not in agreement with that, you can move on. But I'm still going to want what I want, whether it's with you or not. Period. So don't be afraid to communicate that, girl. Okay. I used to think I would scare a guy away if I if I said that. If I was just honest. This is all about honesty, being very transparent, being very open. Be honest with yourself so that there aren't any games, so that 
a few months down the line, he's not saying something silly like, oh, no, I don't, I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe in commitment, girl. I don't even believe in a title. Say what? Right. Been there, done that plenty of times. You don't believe in a title. So now you're in a situation shift because now you built these emotions. You probably have been intimate with this person now and you don't want to just let it all go because you didn't communicate and make your intentions clear in the beginning. So if a guy runs when you're being real with him, then he's just not your dream guy. Okay, what is your dream guy, by the way? What is he like? I remember I was coaching someone and she was telling me a few issues that she had with a guy and it had only been a few conversations that she had with him. And he was very inconsistent. He was talking to her some days, saying he wanted to see her some days, then he would ghost, then he'll come back. And she kept trying to figure out what is going on with him. And I asked like, well, what would your dream guy do? Would your dream guy do those things? Would your dream guy be inconsistent like that? And that was her huge takeaway. And that's what left her leaving him alone. Like, no, that is not a characteristic of her dream guy that she has in her head. So she left him alone. So know what you want and don't be afraid to say it, okay? Especially when you're just getting to know the person because does it really matter in the beginning? It really, really does. But do they really matter? Or are you just getting to know them? It's easy to be like, dang, he looks good. Great guy. Just not for me. And that's okay. So the first one is make your intentions clear. Number two, make sure there's reciprocity and mutual interest. Now, there's a text. There's always a text. There's a text floating around where this woman is like, oh, my God, met this guy. I like him. He's interested in me. I'm interested in him. And... He wants to take me out tonight, but I kind of want to make him wait and give him a few days and I want him to chase me. You know, I want to be chased. Girl, what? No. Make sure there's reciprocity and mutual interest. If he's interested and you're interested and you're available, why not go out? Why not go out with that person if they ask you out tonight? As long as it's not their pattern, okay? We are not just going to be available for any guy that wants to take us out immediately, right? Oh, been there, done that. And child, okay, so I know, found out that dude was married. I was like, why does he call me and ask me out and to be ready within a few hours? Like, this is the only time he has available. I put two and two together. Like, this man has to be married. Wife is pretty much busy, probably having her a self-care Sunday. And he's calling me trying to see if I'm available to go out with him while he knows she's busy. Absolutely not, sir. Anyway, back to my story. So don't be super available every single time. You know, if you look, if you're genuinely doing something, don't put your plans to the side and your things to the side. I've been there. I've, I've been oof. <laughs> like all these stories I give. I've been there. But don't be so available to the point where you push aside the, your responsibilities. Right. Anything that you're supposed to do for yourself that day, anything you you might are supposed to do with your friends or family that day. Don't push that to the side because this person all of a sudden is available to take you out right now. So in this mind game, pretty much the girl was playing hard to get. We've been told this for years, right? Just play hard to get. Like, are these some things you've asked yourself? Oh, should I text him first? Should I call him? He asked me out. I'm not going to be available the first few times he asked me out. I'm going to make him wait for me. Okay, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to text. I was there too. Look. Okay, I used to make dudes wait like three months. I was not calling or texting the first three months of getting to know someone. 
And guys would say like, man, you never text me first. You never say good morning or you never hit me up. I was really like, just no, <laughs> just for like three months. Then with my fiance, I was like, okay, I was, I was healed and a little more mature. And I still wasn't hitting him up like first all the time. Right. But there was mutual interest. So if he hit me up, I did hit back. Okay. Um, like he'd hit me up a few times first and I'm like, okay, I like this guy. Let me reach out to him today. Hey, thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day. You know, one of those nice sweet text messages. <laughs> I would do that to show that there is mutual interest. Right. So he never had to wait like three months for me to text or call first. Pretty much there has to be some reciprocity. Do not give in and say, okay, I'm going to show him some attention and love these few days. And then I'm going to ghost the other few days. Like just playing hard to get. It's not fun. Don't play games. If you're thinking about them, just say so. If you're open to going out, then just go. Okay. Don't, don't block yourself from so much. There are a lot of times where you might be blocking a potential partner because you have these different rules. I say, okay, get rid of most of the rules. Some rules, I'm still like, nah, girl, I still would stick beside them. So know some of your non-negotiables, right? Know some of the things that you are, and we'll talk about that one day on the podcast, some non-negotiables, but know some things that you are just requiring, like your standards, pretty much. We ha we all have standards, I hope. That's what we're going to talk about, too. We got to talk about standards. We got to talk about deal breakers. We got to talk about non-negotiables. Like, it's all coming up. I got to remember. Let me write this down real quick so I don't forget. So have your standards. But if you are interested in a person, a person is interested in you, there's no reason why there should not be reciprocity. Reciprocity is balance. That's give and take. They're giving a little, you're giving a little back, right? You're letting them lead still and you are following suit, right? Because you like them. You're not going to be like, okay, no, well, I know he likes me. So I'm going to let him keep chasing me while I keep doing my own thing. Like, no. Be mature, have a real conversation, and be open. And a lot of times this happens because people are afraid of rejection, right? They use these mind games so that it can make one person look more powerful or in control of the situation and that they might be more valuable to others. Like, oh, look at this person chasing me. Yes. Like, you know, you want to feel validated and stuff. You want to feel like you're winning. But why? Because in a relationship, it's not about who's winning or who's losing. Like, y'all on the same team, baby. All right? So stop playing those games and get real with yourself. Know what you want. It all comes down to knowing what you want and really about honesty. Be honest about what you want. If you really just want a situationship right now, meaning that's like a friends with benefits situation, say that. Like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious, but I do have some needs. Okay, girl, I'm not mad at you. Do what you got to do, but be real and be honest, okay? So that was number two, was to make sure there's reciprocity and mutual respect. And the third way to stop playing mind games when dating is ding, ding, ding. If you've been listening, you should know, set boundaries. I did a whole episode about setting boundaries with yourself when dating because it could get tough, especially if you're really interested in someone. You don't want to appear desperate. You don't want to appear too laid back and chill. So set some boundaries with yourself. But in dating, if you know something feels off, then call it off. Instead of playing mind games and you feel like, um, you know, are they trying to make me confused? Are they trying to lead me on? Ask questions. I was watching Ready to Love the other day and a woman was firm about a man being consistent. And she's like, 
hey, if you say you're going to call me back, I expect you to call me back. She called him out on it. And he was like, okay, fair. He said, I also expect the same from you. And she, she had to hold herself accountable. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm not that consistent either. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of times we notice in others what we are doing ourselves. But anyway, pretty much don't be afraid to call someone out. Again, especially in the beginning. And then they'll think like, dang, okay, I can't just be on no BS with this woman. I need to make sure I'm a man of my word or a person of my word. Whatever I say has to be true. Because that's all like, you know what I mean? Like our word is our bond. If someone says they're going to call you and you're really looking forward to that phone call and they don't and you try to brush it past, like, okay, it's cool. It didn't really mean that much to me, but it does. Then, sis, you got to say something like, hey, I was... I was really expecting your call last night or, hey, I really wanted to hear your voice last night, you know, and let them share what happened. And if something isn't adding up, then make sure you mention it. OK, so don't be afraid to set those boundaries. Don't be afraid to say what you mean. Don't be afraid to make it clear what type of communication you'd like in a relationship. Or if they're doing what I said earlier and they want you to be available immediately when they want to go out, whenever they hit you up, that's a boundary. Like, hey, no, I'm unavailable right now. I can go out this weekend, though, right? If someone's being disrespectful early on, mention that. Like, hey, I don't tolerate that type of behavior. I don't tolerate anyone talking to me that way. It's not like we have to, okay, we, we're going to have to, let me write this down. We're going to have to have another conversation about boundaries because it's not like, you can say, don't talk to me that way. I'm not going to tolerate this type of language. You know, those are things you're owning and you're setting that line and you're saying, no, I will not tolerate any disrespect. It's not attacking. It's not about them, like who they are, how they talk. That's on them. But you don't have to tolerate that. OK, so set those boundaries early on. But all this really comes down to is knowing what you want. Because I know there are a lot of rules out there. People get confused. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? And my thing is, especially at this little, young, little tender age that I am, um, it's pretty much like don't follow the rules, but follow how you feel. Follow how you feel with reason, though, right? Because you might feel like uh, going all in maybe um, after one date, but be logical too. Like, okay, well, I know this might change things. So is this really how I feel? Is this really what I want? Y you know, have your own rules for yourself. Like, all right, I'm not, I remember I was really, I was really strict back in the day. Oh my God. I used to have guys, I'm like, I'm, don't call me past nine o'clock at night. Like those are booty call hours. The, this, the guy I was dating at the time, he talked to his dad about it. He was like, she told me don't call her after nine. Yeah, you know. Listen, I was like, no, I'm not talking past nine o'clock at night for the first conversation of the day. Nope. I was like, take me out. <laughs> like I needed to go out on a certain number of dates. I needed to, like, I'm kind of slow with some things with the first kiss, with the first everything. Like I'm, I'm a little slow to it. Okay. I like to take my time and really get to know the person. I needed to be connected emotionally or some other way first. So have your own rules for yourself, standards within reason, but really follow how you feel. Just figure out what rules work for you. Make sure that they are realistic. Like last week, my guest, her rule was no ice cream dates for her. Um, to me, that's a little unrealistic. But if that's your rule, then okay, I guess. 
But when I'm talking about rules and how you feel, I'm talking about a little deeper than that. I'm talking about how are you really feeling in your gut? Like, is it, I don't want to go on this ice cream date because it feels like kind of cheap or is it, I don't want to go on this ice cream date because society says ice cream dates are, you know, low effort and I don't want to tell my friends that he just took me on an ice cream date, right? Like if you're thinking about it like that, that's surface level. So think about it realistically like okay ice cream sounds good it'll be a great chance to get to know this person like some rules can be tweaked okay so be real with yourself okay because I want everyone to win in these dating streets so I'm going to recap today three ways to stop playing mind games when dating is to make your intentions clear number one number two make sure there's reciprocity and mutual interest and number three set those boundaries girl Again, it's all about honesty. It's about being real with yourself, being real about what you want, not the other person. Not the other person. It's about what you want. So that's a question again. What do you want? Journal prompt that for the next week. Write it out. Figure it out. And if you need help figuring out what you want, of course, again, hit me up at gogirlmovement.org. Let's set up a consultation. Let's chat. So I can help you on your relationship journey. And you can hit me up on social media at I am Ashley Caprice on TikTok and Instagram or at Go Girl Movement on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I would love to work with you. Okay. Until next time, good luck in these dating streets. Go girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.